so good to hear your voice. Is it though? It's okay. It's just fine. <laughs> oh, oh my I'm gosh. So excited to catch up, dive in. There's so much to talk about. But before we get started, we want to take a second at the top of every episode to highlight cool charities, cool organizations, cool that people. Yes. Just like <laughs> You know, this is the year of realizing things. Mm-hmm. Mm, to quote Kylie Jenner, no, it's it's not. <laughs> but we want our Glomies to know what we're up to and know what we're donating to and know the causes that we think are amazing and interesting. So this week, we are highlighting an awesome charity called For the Gorals. And it's kind of a crazy name. They're at For the Gorals on Instagram, and that's F O R T H E. G-W-O-R-L-S, and they raise money to assist with black trans folks' rent and affirmative surgeries. And I donated to them, and check them out. I think they're amazing, and I love them. We are very excited about them. And it's June as we're recording this, which is Pride Month. Um, So yeah. I know I am getting ready to paint my my nails very rainbow to show my support and looking into ways to help support the LGBTQ community. Hell yeah, Black Trans Lives Matter. And yes. Esther's painting her nails rainbow. So <laughs> yeah, we get it. And donating, okay? And damn donating. straight. Put your money <laughs> where your damn rainbow nails are, girl. <laughs> I just thought it would be very glowing up related to share about some potential rainbow nails, okay? Oh, I'm looking forward to seeing them. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> um, Caroline, how are you this week? What's going on? I actually want to start off with a crazy question that I've been dying to ask you right out the gate. Mm. Um, so I'm noticing that you're doing something similar that I'm picking up on from some other friends of mine. You said that you were like kind of, you know, you're not free till like after four. Are you like going off the grid for a certain amount of hours during the day to do work? Like, is that a thing you're doing? And if so, can you teach me about it? Mm. That's a great question, Esther. I, my days are fairly scheduled. I mean, I sometimes like find myself I live in a bit of a delusion in quarantine mm-hmm. like I still it's like Barbie it's like business Barbie you know <gasps> like oh. I try to keep the illusion of a busy lifestyle going you know I'm blocking my time honey I'm my workouts are scheduled and if my meetings are scheduled so today yes today I had a writing day mm-hmm. so I really put my 
fucking nose to the grindstone, so to speak, and just spent the bulk of the day uh, working on a pilot that I'm working on. That is really impressive. I think that's cool. It's so hard for me to to stick to a schedule that I've created for myself since I have no respect for myself. So it's Mm. like, you know, if I don't respect the authority setting the rules, it's really hard to, you know, follow through with them. Well, you must Esther, have self-respect. No offense, but you also don't have a working computer currently, which is something you told <laughs> me recently. So, yes, I understand what you're saying, that it's a scheduling issue, but it does sound like you don't have the technology at your fingertips to get anything done. I, after your pretty large reaction to hearing me tell you I don't have a working laptop, I did do another kind of scan around my living quarters to find the Mm. last functioning laptop that I had. I can't put my finger on its location. I'm still digging around. Mm, I will keep you posted. If I, if I can find that last laptop, uh, and maybe see if there's a way to just delete stuff off of it, get it going, then maybe I can rejoin society. But for now, my iPad, it does do everything I needed to do. You're talking about a laptop the same way I talk about the second tube of Fenty lip balm, lip gloss balm or whatever that I know is, <laughs> quote, laying around my house somewhere and quote, once I find it, I'll be back in business. For all I know, you're recording this podcast on an old hit clip right now. <laughs> and I'm not sure, but I'm pretty, pretty sure. Esther, you're, you've got a Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance flipped open, just headphones plugged into it, and you're somehow recording on that. That's what I envision. Oh, my sweet be. little angel. I will say yes. for those, for my our Glomies out there that are like, I have trouble sitting down to do a, my whole thing right now is a power hour. This is my big term. Ooh. If I need to get something done, I go, it's a power hour. And I could be a power hour of cleaning, a power hour of writing, a power hour of anything. And I really find myself, I really respond well to those small bursts of structure. And I do want to shout out this app that you can download on your Mac called Self Control. And I've used it since college. Ooh. And you oh, basically. Oh, wait, it's it for a Mac? Or maybe it, not. It might be for Windows too. Okay. I'm not sure. Shout out oh, to Oh, no, Google I meant. <laughs> Sorry. What Keep do you going. mean? Sorry. I meant like. Can I'm I, like, is do you have Adele? A... Like, what are you asking <laughs> me right now? Do you, fucking, do you have a fucking gate, gateway PC? <laughs> I wish I did. Oh my God, the cow. I love that little guy. I no, know. I, wow, we really do need a tech company to come back with an animal mascot. I miss I, those days. That um, might get you to no. get a computer again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, is it an app for just computers or for people who have like tablets or phones? It might be for tablets, but it's really good for computers. Basically you add a bunch of websites to this little list and it's like, I add my Gmail, Twitter, Instagram, like any website that I find myself going to when I'm trying to work. And you set a timer and it like locks your computer down and prevents you from going to certain websites. It really helps you focus. Wow. And my friend, my friend even told me that she bought a lockbox for her phone. That's like a self-timing. I'm not exactly sure how it works, but she will lock her phone up. Oh my god! Me and Benji used to have one of those for cookies. Oh like my god! When we were, yeah, back in the day, back, back, back in the day, we yeah, we like got a bear one trap, of those. like one of those <laughs> things you put your food in at a campsite to prevent bears from eating it. 
yeah it's it's like a timer so then it won't open until the time you've set it to open oh it's so funny but it's so disordered eating it's (laughs) bad but sad sad look all i'm gonna i'm gonna say is explore the power hour the power hour you know just small bursts of structure they can help i i like that do you get a treat at the end (laughs) (laughs) what's so fucking funny (laughs) I just like I just thought for a second I'm like I wonder sometimes if you did go to high school or if you just went to dog obedience school sometimes I wonder I don't know (laughs) Skokie dog training academy absolutely you know a treat yes there's there are treats involved there are treat incentives that's a very personal question (laughs) Oh my god, I'm off. I'm off the rails because Rather of you. Into it. I'm sorry. Um, okay, that's helpful to hear. I like that. I, I'm very inspired by the Power Hour. I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna go down the barrel because I have another question that's very glowing up related, and oh, it's yes. actually something that I think you might have expertise in, or Glomies might. I personally don't. Okay, so I recently got. I got really brave. Before this was, I ordered these probably right before I gained. 10 pounds in quarantine but I ordered and you wear these all the time I've never worn one body suits I ordered one um <gasps> oh. Aritzia I ordered a couple little like leotard type body suits oh. and I here's the thing though they don't fit my body right like no body suit fits right it's like up my ass it's like too tight on my hips but you know, that's like, it, it. basically, I guess it sounds like they're too small, but then if they're too big, that's also bad. I'm just mm. curious, like, I'm really considering about taking, of taking these, like, high-priced bodysuits, whatever it is, you know, cutting them in a way where the cuts are hidden under the pant. Mm. Is this something you've ever done? Have Glomies, like, you know, on their own jerry-rigged their bodysuits to fit them better in, like, a Am I on anything here, Caroline? Help me. I personally, when I try to cut clothing, it never goes well. I Some mm. girls can effortlessly cut a crop top, can cut an old t-shirt into the cutest little workout tank. And every time I do it, I end up with like a Winnie the Pooh, like a jacked up Winnie the Pooh <laughs> Halloween costume looking thing. I, I'm very concerned about the bodies who's not fitting you. I mean, when I think about bodies, it's so stretchy. It's like a second skin. I'm concerned. Where is it not fitting you? Maybe it's because your torso is so short. Mm, I, I don't, I don't know what the problem is. I would love to like try this on and. Well, I also do want to say bodysuits, they take a bit of getting used to. I mean, your pussy has snaps on it. That's not, uh. we're not used to that. Yes. Okay. So, and it's it's writing, it's sitting, and it's it takes a minute, takes a bit of finagling and a bit of adjusting. I'm not afraid to put my hand on the bodysuit, move a few things around, mm. and get it all sitting nicely, so to speak. Do you ever find though that like the side part of it like digs into your like the the skin and the layers that you inside of your body? Let's call them let's call them fat layers does it ever like implant itself in there and then leave you like the little dentation indentations on your skin i think you're just not used to wearing tight clothes 
Okay, I I can accept that humbly. Indentations, I mean, I I am someone that always gravitates towards too tight clothes. So I it's I'm no stranger uh. to taking off a pair of leggings and having the seam imprinted up my skin because <laughs> they days. were so tight. Okay, and you're okay with that? Oh, I love the feeling of being sucked and held in. Are you kidding? <laughs> I get off. I get high off that. Why? What's wrong? Why? It's 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 a suck. It's a tuck. It's like being. It's a tight swaddle. <laughs> it's just, it sucks everything in. I'm a curvy girl. I like when the curves are sitting pretty. Oh, I wish I could have that. I'm I'm like when Mumu's become fashionable. Like the second, like Gigi Hadid wears a Mumu to. The, local coffee shop and gets photographed in it like I'm going all the way on that path I want that to come in style so badly I recently up upped my t-shirt size from what I used to wear which was like extra small or small to now I'm just full-blown large size large t-shirt all the way like it's so it's just really comfortable I it's it's such a slippery slope because when it comes to like men's a baggy fit t-shirt the bigger the better for me i yeah, don't you like... are you're an early adapter of that i feel like oh yeah i hate when this the my biggest nightmare is a size small men's t-shirt it hits mm. in all the wrong places it's like too tight on your boobs like too it looks so weird all around i'm like double xl or bust i want to be swimming mm. in that thing and this mm-hmm. is kind of going against what I said earlier, but again, I'm an extremes kind of girl. Yeah. I I have noticed with clothes, like I, I like to do, I like to try to commit to like either your top or your bottom is baggy and then mm. the other one has to be a little fitted, you know, like that's, that's just the, that those are the fashion confines that I work within. Is that the right word? Absolutely. Okay, you're phew. you're like Anna Wintour in the flesh. <laughs> Your rules of fashion are just unbelievable. I was just thinking also, Esther, would, is it safe to say that your style icon is... Do you know that episode of The Simpsons where Homer gets yes, really big? Yes, where he wears the muumuu, yes. Is it safe to say that oh, fat Homer in a muumuu is your style icon? Uh, yes his little like floral house dress a thousand percent yes I always think of that episode too oh my god I love the Simpsons me too so so much wait who are you who are you do you know like Simpsons yeah I don't know I mean I find myself making the Marge sound (laughs) quite often so sometimes I think I'm a bit of a Marge but I don't... I feel like you're Marge's sisters. Oh, yeah. Patty and Selma. Yeah. <laughs> and they're Iguana, whose name I'm blanking on. <laughs> Wait, do me. Do me. Let me think for I, a second. I, I know who I am, but I, wanna, I want your interpretation first. Oh, are you Milhouse? No. No. That's Dave. Dave's My definitely... My fiance is Milhouse. Or he's Lisa, actually. Eh. <laughs> He's a perfect Lisa Milhouse mix. Ooh, you're so hard, Esther. You might be okay. a pure Homer. That's what I thought then. Dave told me that I was Ralph. Ralph Wiggum. <gasps> Ralph Wiggum. <laughs> so, 
But I actually think that the, my true Simpsons character is Mr. Burns. Oh. Yeah, I oh, feel like no. there's something about Mr. Burns' lifestyle that I'm really drawn to. Like, he's all by himself. He just has Smithers there. Like, I just, there's something about him I really am into. I love you Mr. Seem- Burns. And I just realizing I think I'm Principal Skinner. Oh. I'm not. I don't know. I Sometimes I really relate to Principal Skinner. But anyway... Okay, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Whoa! Okay, Esther, so what's new in your life? Any big glowy discoveries? I kind of know that you made one, and I, I want you to tell us about it. Okay, so we've all heard of lemon water, right? You drink your lemon water, hot lemon water in the morning. It's kind of tart. We've tried it. We've been through it, whatever. Okay, I'm sick of lemon water. Lemon water doesn't work for me. But I have made a sister discovery of lemon water. (gasps) What is lemon's sister, cousin, twin, brother? The lime. Bitch, lime water, okay? Lime water. The humble lime. It's 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 in every Mexican restaurant. It's in it's in all your favorite like dishes, like pad thai you can't have without a lime you can't have guacamole without lime limes have become so important to my cooking at home like i can't get through a day without limes so i'm like why don't i just throw this in the water see how it is it's caroline it's so good i'm not kidding you like lemon water to me is so sad and boring and like played out of a taste but lime water is like it's you're halfway to tasting Sprite. Like it almost has like a sweetness to it. It's so delicious. I love it. And I feel like it's such a great little like hack as to drinking more water, but it's still healthy and you get the health benefits of the lemon. Um, but I'm sorry, you get the similar health, health benefits of a lemon. Um, but limes are really good for your digestion. Um, you have the vitamin C. Ooh. There's acidity in limes that can help you with constipation. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. Um, okay, I this just is exciting. Yeah, I don't know why lime water doesn't get more attention in the media. And so here we are to give it, give it its shot. I mean, lemon water is played the fuck out, Esther. You are so right. It's almost gotten to the point where I have such a... a emotional block against lemon water just because so many people have told me to drink it. Yes. You're almost like, I get it. I get it. I'm ugly. I'm never going to drink the lemon water like you. Yes. It's like an emotional block. I, I, no matter how hard I try, I cannot incorporate lemon water into my life in a meaningful way. And that's on me. But lime water, this is something I can get behind. I have a kind of a citrus related question for you. Mm-hmm. Where do you stand? And this is a very polarizing topic. Where do you stand on the grapefruit? <sighs> okay. I have a very specific stance here. I, when it comes to the scent, grapefruit essential oil scented products are one of my favorite mm. options in a lineup. Like, I love grapefruit scented bath like any kind of bath product. Um, I love it. It's the most fresh, refreshing, like revitalizing scent there is. It wakes you up. It makes you happy. It's mood boosting. Um, 
Eating an actual grapefruit, though, is not for me. I don't really like... It's too sour. Oh. It's just not a good experience. I'm like, this oh. is like... Why not just eat a lemon or a lime? Like, I don't get it. But that, what about you? You sound like you might like it. I love grapefruits. I think they're one of the most <gasps> slept on fruits in the entire world. Wow. I mean... I love tart. I love sour, obviously. So, of course, I respond to that in a grapefruit. But they're so... They're oh, they're all the best parts of a lemon, all the best parts of an orange, combined into one magnificent, incredibly sour fruit. I love them with a little bit of salt sprinkled on them. I love a little salt anywhere near a citrus. Citrus and salt, mm. that's a magical combination for me. And I'd go so far as to say for my Glomies that are more in my savory wheelhouse, a when you do a lime water, sometimes like I'll do a little bit of salt in my lemon or lime water. Oh, and it makes it into that? this like, it's basically almost, it's like a bizarro lemonade. It's kind of like that <laughs> michelada-y like salty wheelhouse. Like I like to put like, you know, lime and salt in my beer it's that kind of experience and it's just this full robust savory awakening flavor oh it's so good a little salt on a grapefruit oh it's singing a little bit sprinkle of tahine oh get out of here and i'm wondering like is there room in my future for a little bit of grapefruit squeezed in water i mean a grapefruit seltzer oh, get out of here that's just like the king true. daddy of seltzers that is true. And like, especially if we were transitioning into making those at home, because I do feel like the lime or lemon flavored Perry's are just not quite as good as the regular. But I bet if you added it yourself, it would taste oh. really refreshing and uh, just a homemade refresher or something. A that homemade really spindrift situation. Wow. 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 <laughs> Esther, I'm so, so very happy for you that you've discovered this. Thank you. I really needed that. Thank you so much. Do you have any new exciting food things that are going on? Like, do you have a, a kitchen hero yes. ingredient? Okay, go, go, go. I, I do. I want to take a moment to sing the praises. Stop me if I talked about this last week. I want to take a moment to sing the praises of the cabbage. Oh, my God. I don't think we did talk about this because, go, go, no, I don't think we did, but I think you and I have talked about it a lot. Please carry on. Green cabbage is become my number one kitchen hero ingredient in quarantine. I have found so many ways to make cabbage work for me. I've got to take a second. And I like red cabbage too, especially in a quick pickled slaw, but let's take a second to talk about green cabbage. Number one, green cabbage be cheap as hell. I think a head of cabbage is less than a dollar, no matter where you are. They are so healthy. I think the fiber in cabbage is off the charts. They're just so, it's, it's got a denseness to it. I don't have the specific health facts in front of me, but the versatility. Now I can't make a big chopped salad without having a little bit of chopped green cabbage in there. It adds body, it adds color, it adds a fluffiness. And cabbage has a natural sweetness almost, I wanna say. The taste, I could sit there and eat pieces of raw cabbage. There's a good natural taste to a cabbage. And not only is it good raw, but there are so many amazing ways to cook a cabbage. I'm personally partial to just chopping it up, 
throwing some olive oil or avocado oil in the pan and sauteing the cabbage. And I'll throw a little sprinkle of brags, a sprinkle of soy sauce. Mm. I use the godmother's Chinese crispy chili paste. I'm sure some listeners know what that is. It's like a cult kitchen Chinese spicy paste item. I'll throw a little bit of that in there and you all of a sudden have this explosion of delicious cooked veggies soy sauce and cabbage cooked or you could steam it throw it in a steamer basket steam it you don't need oil throw some soy sauce on there delicious when my quarantine family makes pasta i will always make a side of steamed or sauteed cabbage and have that be the bulk of my dish maybe throw a couple pieces of pasta in there to create this Mm. pasta like experience and then douse that in my pasta sauce i'm in heaven I'm screaming. I'm singing. I love cabbage. I keep two heads of cabbage in my fridge at any given time. Wow. I mean, I I have to say I'm like literally right there with you. As soon as I started cooking with cabbage these last couple months, I was like, bye kale like i do not need you Mm. cabbage is just as healthy it's everything you said it's so good the way i do it is i'll chop up some ginger garlic and green onion saute Mm. those for a second in olive oil throw the cabbage in saute saute add um add soy sauce and it is so delicious it's so good for you or chopped cabbage and like a homemade vegan coleslaw dressing Mm. it's so good it really is it does feel like this this like secret cheat because it is so good for you but it isn't I don't know it's just not like I love broccoli don't get me wrong but broccoli Mm. just it's like I don't know. It just, it's, I'm not as excited about broccoli. Broccoli is a little like, it feels like it's so healthy. Whereas cabbage, you really almost feel like you're eating one of those non-nutritious, like iceberg lettuces is just so good that like, how could this really be that good for you? But then it is. So, um, it's got vitamin K, vitamin C, it, um, oh. sulfur. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's really good for you. So I'm right there with you. And, and I, I love what you said too. It's it's affordable and it's available year round. It's just like this best kept secret from Totally. Farmers, it's like no matter like. where in the country you are, I feel like you could reliably get some good cabbage. Yeah, although I do have to realize like we are so lucky to be in California. The mm-hmm. produce here just is so much better. But I do think also like if you go to farmers markets wherever you are, especially because it's summer, you can really get some good stuff. Oh, tell us your cabbage recipes. What are we doing with cabbage in the kitchen? I, I'm honestly, dying to know. I honestly, I it's the coleslaw. I go to Minimalist Baker's website. I use her vegan coleslaw dressing and I make her coleslaw. And then I just do this like Asian-y cabbage, like I said, where you chop garlic, chop mm. ginger, chop scallions, saute with soy sauce. What about you? I almost wonder if like you could chop a cabbage in half, put it on a baking sheet, Cut side up, douse it in a bit of olive oil, salt, pepper, and put that in, at 425 in the oven, maybe a quick broil at the end. I mean, would you have yourself a crispy roasted cabbage that you could just tuck into? I think you would. That's really weird. I want to look that up. Like, that's I so love, weird. I love putting a crisp on a veggie in the oven with a quick, quick broil at the end. Oh, I always, I always fail at that. I always burn it. Like, how do you make it crispy? I'm really bad at that. 
I'm always putting it in at a 400 or a 425 and I'm mm-hmm. certainly not skimping on the oil. You know, mm-hmm. there's oil happening. And then I'm doing it at a broil and I'm setting a timer for two to two and a half minutes and I'm checking it at that. A broil. At the very end. Okay, what does broil oh. mean? Do we know? Happy you asked. That's <laughs> brave of you to speak up and admit. Broil <laughs> is a function on your oven. Think of it as like when garlic bread is like really brown and crusty. That's achieved through a broil. It's an extremely high direct heat. Sometimes you have a separate drawer at the bottom of your oven that does broil. Sometimes it's in your regular oven and there's a broil setting. It's a quick, very high heat. So you cannot broil something for more than two or three minutes. It, it'll, it will burn. Okay. Yeah. Um, I did a quick Google and it looks like there's a ton of roasted cabbage recipe for like roasted cabbage wedges. So oh. I think that is something that we should try. I mean, that's my kitchen hero ingredient of the week. I, I'm calling it. This is a new segment. Great. I'm so into it. Um, I'll give a kitchen hero um, tool that, honestly, this is a sad one because I should have had this, and I didn't, and I finally ordered it, and I'm so, so glad. Okay, so I've been um, boiling my own beans a lot, Mm. and there is something I didn't have in my kitchen that I absolutely needed, which is, again, this is sad. Maybe. I did not have a slotted spoon. Ah. So I wasn't able to serve my beans, like, with, by, like, filtering out the, the, like, bean juice. Shout out to bean juice, your favorite ingredient. Yes, it is. Um, so my slotted spoon is a game changer. It was, like, $6 from Target to make the silicone. Like, I'm just very grateful to have that but but I don't have a hero ingredient because cabbage would have been mine so I'm just shout out to my slotted spoon oh my god you and your slotted spoon are it's like Thelma and Louise I bet (laughs) to the two of you just riding off into the sunset hands intertwined just driving off a cliff together covered in bean juice and it's beautiful um there's a segment though that I really want to get to that's a new segment of ours Mm. Um, if we may, and it's basically, so I watch so much YouTube and a lot of the times, like I'll get all these little videos to pop up, uh, in my like recommended page. And it's always like so-and-so's 5am morning routine or this person's like vegan pantry. And there's so many of them that it's really hard to like filter through which ones are worth watching or not. So we've decided to adopt a new segment where Caroline and I both watch the same video, we discuss it, and then decide, was this worth watching? So today's video, to kick us off, look, if I would have to imagine if you're a Glowing Up listener, you've heard of this video, you've seen it, you've at least talked about it with one person, and it is Naomi Campbell's like vitamin and supplement routine, basically. Is that, let me look at, it's, it's, it's called my personal. If you search Naomi Campbell vitamins, you're going to find it. Yeah. My personal vitamin and supplement routine from Naomi Campbell. This it's two months old. It came out like right when the coronavirus started and getting news attention. Shall we talk about this? I mean, 
I can't wait to talk about this. Here's the thing. Before we get started, I've got to say, Naomi Campbell has become an incredible YouTuber. Just I know. globally speaking. I, I Her page is the source of so much joy. So many unattainable, unrelatable mm. tips yes. and tricks. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. When you're watching a Naomi Campbell video, it's not a normal girl. It's not your girl next door. She is so fucking nuts, I just want to say. But in the best way, like, she re almost reminds me of not even a supermodel, but she's like a pop star. She's so kooky, but, like, the kind of kooky that you aspire to be. Mm. I... I don't know. Okay, so let's get into this video. So she starts off by making a smoothie. And I did spot Almond Breeze, Almond Milk. Just, you know, wasn't advertised. But um, I gotta say, that smoothie, it looks absolutely revolting. It made me... The thought of it was, like, making me gag. It's so disgusting. It's so many powders. And powders in general just free... I, I'm not a big powdery person anymore. Um... Mm. Some once of the you, yeah, once you add a brown powder into a smoothie, your color story is it's all <laughs> over the place. You, once the smoothie becomes like perp in that brownish kind of family, it it does it does it's not as appetizing. There's no way this smoothie didn't taste like sand. It's so much. So she put in artichoke powder, which I'd never really like heard or seen people talk about before. Obviously, she had collagen, moringa. And a bunch more powders. Um, Baobab powder. Yeah, what is that? I don't know. And Naomi Campbell is not, not really, let's say, elucidating on the information. No. She's just like, here's this powder and this powder, and this, but doesn't tell you anything about it. It's like this whole video is so you tell us about it, and she doesn't really tell us. She's really just showing off and... Uh, she seems to have a disdain for the viewer, I would even say. <laughs> There's not, she's she's certainly not, not forthcoming in the way that I like my YouTubers to be. Exactly. Well, okay, one thing though that I did take from the smoothie making process was how cool it is that she has all those little jars of her powders. Yes. Labeled, like she just clearly has like a bunch of jars. They have little labels on them. And she even has squeeze bottles that look like almost the kind of bottle that you'd like squeeze hair dye or like travel shampoo out of. And she was squeezing pomegranate juice and um, some other juice she was squeezing out of them. And it looks so cute. I know vitamin that C, is a, yeah, a liquid vitamin C. Oh, so classy. It's such a vibe, such a rich people mm -hmm. vibe to have uniform unmarked glass containers. Oh, it's so cool. <laughs> I, I will never be me. I mean, I no. I have to say I get such a high off of saving glass jars of varying shapes and sizes soaking the labels off and repurposing them and like that's just who I am that's like I never throw away a glass jar and like yes my cupboard's a cacophony of shapes sizes and lids and like they always have that little crusty label residue mm. on them mm. but like yeah I'm not on Naomi Campbell's level I'm not gonna do what she does but it's nice to look at but what do you use those jars for? I always am like, do I need to save this peanut butter jar? But then I'm like, I don't want to be a hoarder. I don't know what I would use this for. Mm, well, my mom also tells me to bring her any extra jars I have. So I Why? have this whole like 
jar assembly line between generations that I have to pay <laughs> respect to. What do I use them for? I mean, whenever I get like um like a loose leaf tea or let's say a green powder that comes in like one of those dinky plastic bags. I hate using those. And I'll mm. always put them in a jar. I love a twist top jar. What is your I mom mean, I put leftovers the in them. For? I put leftovers in them. If I make beans and I have beans in the fridge, if I have like cooked rice, I mean, I use jars for Tupperware. They're interchangeable for me. Whoa, wait, this is so smart. Yes. Oh my and God. I think a lot of people out there, and I get this, are a bit anal and OCD about like, the assortment and having different sizes and oh you have different lids and all the lids match but it's like who gives a shit get over it and if you're hate the label on a jar just put a big bowl in your sink and soak the jar in water with the label covered for 24 hours the label will slip right off really soak it in water 24 hours okay because that is a that's been a struggle for me wow but anyway you know, I shout out to the humble pickle, the repurposed pickle jar, you know? Well, I could actually, I go through so much peanut butter that if I start saving those, I actually will have uniform jars. So I'm, you're, I'm, you're I, one step ahead of everyone. I'm on my way to being Naomi. Okay. Then she starts showing us her vitamins and mm. she's, she's taking supplements that I've never heard of. I wrote them down and tried looking them oh, up. Oh, same. Even, even when looking them up, I couldn't figure anything out. So she had EHB. Did you look that up or find anything about that? No, it sounds like very illegal Lance Armstrong vibes. Well, I looked it up and basically the best I could find that it's like some kind of like immunity mix that fe- features echinacea. But I also like couldn't get a, a clear read on it. The other thing she's just like casually said was papaya seeds that she puts under her tongue. That that's Yeah, she's just not... She's <laughs> not being clear enough. But papaya seeds are really nutritious. Like... And they're they're pretty good. Like if you're making a smoothie with papaya, I've always heard you're supposed to throw the seeds in the blender. I don't know how many people oh. are making smoothies with papaya out there, but I did not se- know that. We eat papaya a lot when I'm at my parents' house and we've never had the seeds. That's sounds- Oh, you have to look into this. The seeds are super nutritious. Okay. And they're okay. slimy in an interesting kind of t- tasty boba y way. Oh, but aren't oh. they hard? Like slimy and crunchy, it's it's a whole it's a whole mix it's of emotion. A, it's a whole Caroline <laughs> slimy so, and crunchy whole thing. It's everything that makes you up as a person. Okay, humicel is also something that I looked up, which is some kind of like proprietary antiviral pill that I huh. also don't understand. Yeah, and then pine bark, which there is a claim in her video that it helps with arthritis. Not just a claim. She plays a clip from Fox News. <laughs> she plays a legitimate clip from a Fox News show about how pine bark is is efficacious. And I'm, look, I'm sure it is. You know I'd take it. But it's, let's say, dubious and unverified at best. Yeah. There's a liquid vitamin C, which you mentioned before. Rich girls seem to love liquid vitamin C over regular vitamin C. Yeah, I don't know what they know that we don't, but maybe one day we'll find out. It's expensive. Then she takes a vitamin D 
50, like a high thousand, dose. 50,000 oh. once a week. Yeah. I had that written down. I was like, did I have a typo? It's 50,000. What? That's a lot. Yeah. I, when I was ultra low on my vitamin D, like sometimes you can get your doctor to prescribe you something like that high that you take once a week just to blast your levels up, Jesus. which is kind of cool. I, I actually recently asked my doctor for it and she denied me. She's like, no, you can just take it for the counter. But Vitamin D is like so important right now. It seems like a lot of people are talking about it. So I'm trying to up my dose. But yeah, that's the perfect lazy girl hack is you just take 50K vitamin Ds and like once a week and then eat like shit the other days. Sounds good. You have to get a script for that? You have to go to your doctor? Well, the one she had looked over the counter, but you can get a prescription for something like that. She also had chewable vitamin E a vitamin B12 chewable, something called black, even... yeah, something called black I'm... seed. Then I think she took three types of probiotics. <laughs> Can you overdose on probiotics? I've yet to get an answer on this. Imagine how clean her vagina is. I feel like that's, I mean, so... I didn't need to see her take the probiotics to know that. <laughs> and then I okay. believe she took oregano oil and then I, was I tripping or did she take lavender oil? Okay. Okay. Well, the first thing about this, which is crazy, is she said she carries two to three vials of oregano oil with her everywhere she goes. That is just oh. like, ha- that has to be a lie. Like, I don't want to accuse a famous supermodel of lying right now on our show, but at the same time, I can't not. Like, who is doing that? And then the lavender oil, she said that when she gets anxiety, she takes a pill of lavender oil and it makes her feel calm. Could that really work? never, ever heard of anything like Me that. Me either. And I, like, you know us, like, we are always looking up, like, natural anxiety remedies. I've never seen that. Oh, it sounds, like, revolting. But I'll never forget, one time Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf when I was in high school had a special edition lavender frappuccino. And ingesting lavender is just not my bag it's so disgusting (laughs) anyway it's it's strange i okay i have a very i'm this was a video for me that i had to watch it like i couldn't get away without watching it because it was just so like it's a it's one of the most healthiest like prettiest perfectest supermodels she's sharing her routine there's no way I can't physically click on it, but I have to say at the end of the day, this was not worth my six plus minutes of watching because I did not learn it. I didn't learn anything. Everything I tried to look up, I couldn't find concrete answers on. Like this just was not, this didn't really add value to my life and it wasn't worth watching. That said, there was no way I couldn't watch it, but it was not worth it. Yeah, it's one of those videos where we can tell you, until we're blue in the face, don't watch it, but we know, and I think you know if you're listening, that you're going to go watch it. (laughs) That's a good point. And, I mean, look, if you're interested in dipping your toe into the Naomi YouTube world, Esther, maybe may I recommend to the listeners as well, there's a video where she goes to Whole Foods and buys her own groceries because, as she says, she doesn't trust delivery. She needs to feel her fruit physically, which I love. (laughs) Me too. Oh, so that's a fun like companion piece to this. But I have to agree with Esther. This video was a whole lot of nothing for me, and it left me with more questions than answers. 
Now, even though we're both saying we don't recommend it, I also have a companion video to recommend of hers, which is Please. Naomi Campbell's airport routine. Oh, and yeah. she she did this before the global pandemic. And so mm-hmm. that that's kind of what, for me, gave her so much credibility because she was wiping down her plane seat. She was wearing a mask. She was yep. like, she was just so ahead of the curve as to how to not get sick while flying. And I feel like for that reason, she does have so much like credibility in this space but at the same time oh, she needs yeah. to fucking cheese to give us some damn details anyway so it's <sighs> kind of a it's a yes and a no mostly a yes anyway mm, it yeah. was great i i don't know i i just love this segment bottom line and i have we have so many videos in the queue i just can't wait to keep doing this segment i know me too Is it time for our last segment, dare I say? I know, I'm ready to I'm ready to go. Sad women of history. It's a, it's really it's a history lesson and a segment in which we're going to take a moment to spotlight a woman of history who is tragic in all the best ways. You know, maybe it's her love life, her her mental health issues, you know, women that we should be talking about that maybe get a bad rap. And Esther and I want to like show them the love and in turn decide whether or not we think they're an Esther or a Caroline. Let's do it. You know, and I, I think I said this last week, but it's like, should our podcast be lifting up and empowering like wonderful, strong women? Of course it should be, but are we choosing to discuss women who are pretty much not looked at in the best light and shining that bad light on them yet again. Yeah, that is the route we have chosen to take. Um, uh, yeah, and <laughs> I would argue like all press is good press and I think these women oh, would agree. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so it's really with love. It's with love more than anything. We lead with love. Okay, so this week's sad woman in history is who other than Camilla Parker Bowles? Mm. Um, you've heard of her, you know of her as, I guess, the Duchess of Cornwall. She's married to, what's his name, Prince Charles, Charles Prince of Wales. They're married. Um, they have kind of this weird history. Caroline, do you want to, do you want me to tell about it? Do you want to take, well, what do you want? <laughs> I'll, I'll jump in. Let's just jump in if I'm forgetting anything. Sure. So it seems as if Camilla Parker Bowles, the Duchess, as Esther pointed out, (laughs) and Prince Charles had a relationship in the early to mid-70s, I want to say. So this is pre-Diana. They were young. They dated. They were into each other. It seems like Camilla Parker Bowles had a lovely childhood and was running around in the right circles. Yeah. I can't be bothered to learn more. (laughs) But basically, at one point, Prince Charles went to the army, you know, things happened, life got in the way, and they both went their separate ways. They broke up, Camilla. Yeah, it's basically said that she was, landing a rich husband was at the top of her agenda, and so it wasn't the right timing to marry Prince Charles, so she moved on and married Andrew Bowles, I guess? Yes, yes. Uh... And they had a strong connection, but I'm even seeing here that Camilla was technically a commoner. So there was also this element where maybe she was considered unworthy 
in the in the eyes of the firm. Okay, so she wasn't on the table. Okay, so then they move on. So she gets married to Andrew Bowles. He's got money. She's happy. And then Prince Charles, this, okay, this I didn't know. And this is like fucking me up. So hardcore. Prince Charles meets Lady Diana Spencer, who we know is Princess Di, when she's 16 years old. And how does he meet her, you ask? He's dating her older sister. This fucking creep. Ugh. is dating some woman and is like, ooh, I want your younger sister, and then dates her and ends up marrying her, which is, just makes me so sick to my stomach, and I'm like, the world is creepy, and it always has been, and we're so fucked. Anyways, they get married, but like you said, they had, like, uh, Prince Charles and Camilla had this, like, intense connection, and even though they're both married, they carry on this friendship, and this mm. friendship leads to basically straight up an affair. There are mm-hmm. these married people having an affair they get caught i don't know exactly how um but i'm not sure it looks like their affair started up around 1986 they were both married charles wasn't happy with diana i don't know why seriously what was wrong with her (laughs) i i don't know but it is such a good testament to like once you get a guy under your spell like you can really keep him there so i do give her camilla like some props for that even though she's the enemy poor princess Di was so humiliated when evidence of the affair became public and then of course there's this famous phone call that was leaked between prince charles and camilla where i mean god bless them you know (laughs) the two clearly had it had it going on for each other because among other things Prince Charles famously said that he wishes he could turn into her knickers, aka her underwear, <laughs> or just become her tampon because it yes. would make things so much easier. <laughs> yes. Like he yes, could just live would. in her vagina. Now that right there is the goal. If you don't have a prince telling you he wishes he was your tampon, you don't have shit. Okay. Mm. That is mm. like that is the goal. That is that's like it's just where you need a man to be. I truly believe, even though I don't love this love story. Anyways, I know, and the, and the public always dumped on Camilla, and Queen Elizabeth didn't like her, and you know, it's this whole goddamn mess. But of course, we know how the story ends. Uh, they they got married in two thousand five. Yeah. Now, this leaves us with the question: Is Camilla Parker Bowles and Esther or Caroline? I, <sighs> I'm, I first want to figure out, do I even like her or not? Because originally I didn't like her going into this. She's the other woman in the story of Princess Diana. She's like, I hate to talk about anyone's appearance at all, but she's kind of known for being not that attractive. She just doesn't have a lot going for her. But then when I hear that she's almost like the original Meghan Markle, like she, she like, sought out a rich powerful husband she got him she had him under her spell i i just there's something about that that i aspire to and i i look up to um in terms of if she's a caroline or an esther Mm. i'm gonna say caroline because she had her eyes on a prize and she stuck it out and Mm -hmm. she never she she really became like committed to being married to prince charles and even though she like took a sidestep she still stayed strong and made him want to be her tampon yeah this is this is a bit tough this one i I really don't feel like 
either of us connect to her because she's this aristocratic British woman. And mm. I, I, I can't understand that life whatsoever. I mean, British people, I, I've never had anything in common with any British people in my life. <laughs> and I, and I mean that as a blanket statement, but I don't know. I've heard that she's a, f- a funny, fun woman. I am going to call her an Esther, though. And what? <laughs> what? Why? It's all because of the tampon thing. <laughs> Esther, I don't know what you do in your private life, and nor do I want to know, but we all know that you're a filthy girl. And, you know, I, I, I imagine that you and Dave, God bless him, <laughs> talk quite openly about secretions uh (laughs) methods of stopping those secretions uh devices all of the above i just imagine there's an openness there and i uh and that to me that's what camilla's all about she's talking with her lover about turning into a tampon it's funny it's raunchy it's filthy it's it's got esther written all over it well i would say that your partner is very quirky and mm. funny it always makes really funny weird videos and i now i think this is just an argument of whose partner wishes that they could be their tampon more and i swear it's yours i actually will give that to my boyfriend i'm gonna go ahead and take <laughs> i what do you put it like that i am a camilla <laughs> i mean i oh I, yeah that that he would and i think he would be okay with me admitting that so when you put it on the partner, in that way, I am a Camilla. Okay, I'll take it. Happy to be a Camilla. Hey, you know, there can't, there, we can't all be Princess dies. you know? Someone had to get things shaken up so she could go be with Dodie, which unfortunately didn't. It's unfortunate. But, oh. yeah, I, you know, it's okay. We can't all be Princess Diana. I'll be Camilla. That's okay. <laughs> I love that I strong-armed you into taking Camilla. Oh my goodness. I'm happy. I'm happy to take Camilla. And by the way, happy birthday to Camilla. She her birthday's on July 17th, so she's coming right up on a birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you Camilla for all that you've done for tampons and for having men under a spell. Um you guys, I feel like that has been this week's episode of Glowing Up. I I love our new segments, Caroline. I love how much I'm learning from you. You know that is just truly like the root of our friendship is me just asking you a million questions and learning how to be a human from you, so I do appreciate that. And if Glomies have any um thoughts on how to make my leotards what would you call them a uh, bodysuit i call mm. them leotards from dance class but like how to make my bodysuit fit me when i've put on some weight uh would love I just to hear say, own it bust on out and let it all hang out and <laughs> do it with a smile Thank you so much. Esther, um, I love you. I love recording with you. And to our Glomies, email us at glowinguppod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at glowinguppodcast. And subscribe, review, uh, or not if you don't want to. And we will see you next week. Thanks, you guys. Bye. Bye.
a podcast network.